0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to your Red Friday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Friday, September 30th.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're they're one of if not the best defense in football. I mean, they have a, a great coach, defensive coach, uh, Coach Bowles, who's done it for a long time and done been really good everywhere he's been. Um, they have great players on every every phase, every linebackers, D-line, secondary, and they've played together for a while. So they're going to try to confuse you, give you different looks, uh, but they're going to fly around and make plays. So it's about us executing, uh, getting the ball to my hand, and letting these other guys make plays.
0: We mentioned earlier this week how dominant this Tampa Bay defense has been through three weeks this season. They are virtually top five everywhere and have only given up a ridiculous nine points per game through three weeks. Now, that stat won't hold up for an entire season, and there's reason to believe the Chiefs are the best offense they've faced this year. In week one, they saw Dak Prescott for a half a game before he left with a thumb injury, and Cooper Rush finished the contest. In week two, they saw Jameis Winston and the Saints, who lost to possibly the worst team in football in the Carolina Panthers this past week. And in week three, they did see Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers wide receiver issues are well documented this season. So there's a case to be made. The Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are easily the biggest test for the Bucks defense this season. The NFL confirmed the Chiefs and Bucks will play in Tampa Bay on Sunday night after the Florida area was bombarded by Hurricane Ian this week. The Bucks have dealt with a laundry list of injuries so far this year, but are hopeful they'll have some big names back in the lineup, including tackle Donovan Smith, wide receivers Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, And for the Chiefs, McCole Hardman is dealing with a heel injury that he fought through last week, and he returned to practice on Thursday. Defensive end Mike Dana is still dealing with a calf injury, but he was able to test things out Thursday. As far as the kicking game goes, Harrison Butker was limited on Wednesday, did not practice on Thursday. Sounds like a game-time decision. Matthew Wright will go if he is unavailable. Dave Tobe did add that Butker did look good on Wednesday, but was a little sore on Thursday, so they're being cautious right now. Wright spent some time with the Jacksonville Jaguars last season. We have
2: a lot of favorable matchups. I think we
0: have an opportunity to really dominate the game as long
2: as, uh, I just think, yeah, we, we got an opportunity to really impose our will uh, as uh, pass rushers, edge rushers uh, this game and we could really have a, like a coming out party because I know we had six sacks uh, the other game, but we could really have a coming out party as uh edge and as uh, edge defenders in the position group for this game.
0: That was Tampa Bay Buccaneers outside linebacker Shaq Barrett on facing the Chiefs offensive line this week. Kansas City's O-line hasn't exactly lived up to the hype yet this season. It is worth mentioning that Orlando Brown Jr. was dealing with a knee injury and Trey Smith has been playing through an ankle injury he suffered in Week 1. Now, this could be some gamesmanship, but Barrett is being pretty disrespectful to this Chiefs unit, acting as if they are no better than the line they had to trot out in Super Bowl 55, which is the last time the Chiefs saw this Bucks team. The Chiefs starting O-line in that game was Austin Ryder, Nick Allegretti, Stefan Wisniewski, Andrew Wiley, and Mike Remmer. So let's hope this clip is the fuel the Chiefs offensive line needs to turn things around. We talked to Orlando Brown in the locker room this week about those comments from Barrett. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, I already think that
2: we're a very motivated group. Uh, You know, we understand uh, that we didn't play up to our standards last week. Um, And, you know, we have our own expectation uh, of ourselves up front, man. So, uh, you know, when people make comments like that, it is what it is. But I think what's most important is that we know uh, what we want to do and, and the standard that we set for ourselves as a unit and as individuals to go out there and compete. I guess how has it been in the room coming out of last week? Yep. Uh, man, I mean, just the understanding of, like I said, man, just knowing what we got to do to get better, uh, put ourselves in a better position, put the team and offense in a better position as well. Uh, speaking on myself, um, you know, making sure that I'm doing the right things to uh, continue to grow as a player um, as well as, you know, like I said, putting the offense in a great position.
0: On paper, this Tampa defense matches up with just about anyone in the NFL. They have strong safety play with some of the more athletic linebackers in football, and that'll be good for them to try to match up with Travis Kelsey. This Chiefs offensive line will have to step up to keep the Bucks front from putting pressure on Patrick Mahomes, and these Chiefs receivers will have to find a way to make plays. Todd Bowles and company will be paying close attention to where Kelsey's lining up each and every offensive play for the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, they're, listen,
2: I, we have room to improve. I'm, I'm started with that. A lot of room to improve, and the guys know that. But I like the effort. I, I like what they're doing with the scheme, the communication part. I like that. We've had some offenses that will throw some stuff at you now. So, um, but we can continue, and we got to continue to uh, work to get better. Uh, but I, I like where we're at right now, and I was hoping that we'd be, in this position, and that's where we are. But we got to keep building. I don't, I don't want to you know, give you the impression that we're, where we need to be. We, we need to keep
0: building. The under-discussed unit heading into this primetime matchup is certainly the Chiefs' defense, which has been very strong itself but seems to be flying under the national radar. The Chiefs are currently number 5 in total sacks on the year with 10, And their defensive line has been a problem for other teams through three weeks. They are 10 in yards per game as a unit and have put together a very strong start. The Tampa Bay offensive line issues should work heavily in Kansas City's favor on Sunday night.
1: Um, Yeah, I want to play as long as I I can play and I can still have a chance to to help the team get better. Obviously um, it, it's hard to play that to, to your 45 years old and I don't want to be out there just hanging on. And I, I think you see what you see with Tom is he's still playing at a very high level. And I think that that's why it's hard for him to kind of give it up when you're playing at a high level. You don't want to, you don't want to leave it. Um, and so uh, for, for me, I'm gonna try to keep my body in the best shape possible. Um, and as long as they let me play and I can play at a high level, I'll, I'll be out there.
0: Chiefs fans would be very happy if Patrick Mahomes is playing here in Kansas City at an elite level until he's 45 years old. We don't need to spend a bunch of time talking about the accolades of Tom Brady. You know who he is and what he's accomplished in this league. Brady currently leads the series against Patrick Mahomes 3-2, to with one of those wins being an AFC title game and the other being a Super Bowl. We're willing to bet. Patrick Mahomes knows that well and he will be ready to even things up on Sunday.
2: One thing you guys got to notice and, and notice about me, I have no problems with players getting emotion and feeling how they feel. I embrace that. I embrace the energy and emotion that they bring. The thing that you don't want to do is take that away. Now, could it be handled a little bit differently professionally? Yes. In that heat in the moment, you want your guys to, to be guys that want to go out and be the very best, who wants to come away victorious at, at, at any means necessary. The exchange that we had, who cares? <laughs> it, it really doesn't matter. Because when, when it's all said and done with, we're going to talk uh, a, a minute or two later and, and talk about exactly what we need to do.
0: The Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes pre-halftime convo from last week's game was, of course, a hot topic of conversation in Kansas City this week. As we've already mentioned here a couple of times, people disagree on occasion, and it appears that all this was was a frustrating game for Mahomes, for Bieniemy, and the Chiefs. We'll see things happen on the NFL sidelines on a weekly basis. Andy Reid, Mahomes, and Bieniemy have all doubled down that this was nothing out of the norm we probably shouldn't read so much into it.
2: Well, sometimes I get 51%, sometimes I might get 52%. But then you gotta understand, if I got 52%, uh, the head man still has that 48%, and he might pull pull rank at times. So, (laughs) but you guys gotta understand, we have a great line of communication. We pride ourselves on doing a great job. Obviously, um, that result has nothing to do with what took place. We lost that game because our guys wasn't ready. And because our guys wasn't ready, that falls on us as a coaching staff. So our job is to make sure that our guys understand the importance of taking care of the little things. And when you got a lot of young players and you got a new environment, it's our duty not to take that moment for granted, okay? So not only was it a great lesson for our players, it was also a great humbling experience for us. And so we got to make sure that we're on top of everything just like we have been in the past. But I'll go backwards to say this. Sometimes you need a little humility in life to get you focused on the direction which you need to head.
0: This was probably the best quote from Eric Bieniemy's meeting with the media on Thursday as he explained the Chiefs' communication and their offensive thought process. While... We still don't know how they decided to divvy up the play calling. There are a lot of different voices who have input on those things in a given game. Andy Reid has one of the largest coaching staffs in the league, so we know definitely there is plenty of thought that goes into each individual decision throughout a game.
1: Well,
2: I mean, sometimes, you know, bad plays happen. You have to try to come back and make another good play. We just, it didn't really happen for us. We, we weren't able to... You know, get over the top and have a have a good play, a positive play. You know, besides the punts that happened there. I mean, which was which was real good. We just didn't get a good kick return didn't get a good punt return. We got the 12 yarder, but uh, you know, and then obviously the fake field goal didn't work. You know, so uh, you know, we tried to tried to make
0: a play. It feels like we've spent a lot more time talking about the enemy Mahomes conversation than what was the Chiefs' special teams disaster against the Indianapolis Colts. Special teams coordinator Dave Tobe got quite a few more questions than he usually does on Thursday, and that's what happens when you have multiple game-impacting negative plays on special teams. From his tone, you could tell Tobe knows how bad they were in week three, and I'll make sure that they bounce back in week four on Sunday Night Football. Again, the Colts game was probably the worst special teams performance in the Tobe era, so we'll assume they'll be able to get things figured out this week based on his track record of success. He also confirmed on Thursday that we'll continue to roll with Sky Moore as their punt returner, and Justin Reed will only kick again in a game this year in an emergency situation. That last part is a little bit of a letdown. I think we all want to see Justin Reed kick again, but we'll continue to root for those bombs from that best safety kicker in the NFL, and that's it for this Arrowhead Drive on Red Friday, September 30th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, and while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, it's show and BK on the Chiefs previewing Sunday night. Football, as for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.